Jason, downtown Lee Summit is the heart of our city. And right in the middle of all that action is Julia E. Hampton, CPA PC, serving all the residents and businesses throughout our city. Julia and her team give us a full service company for your tax and accounting needs. How full? How full, you ask? Let me tell you how full. Individual tax preparation, corporations, payroll taxes, partnerships, trusts, payroll, bookkeeping services, consulting for your tax issues, dealing with back taxes and cleaning up issues with the IRS. Julia and her team have the skills and the expertise to be your partner in business. They've been in business for 16 years now, so let them show you what their business experience and a personal touch can do for your bottom line. Contact Julia today at Julia at HamptonCPA.net. All hail the queen! Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I'm Jason Norbury, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is no worse than many of the Royals' bullpen options. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. It's close. I mean, I'm not worse, but I might be just as You're not better, but you probably aren't worse. Hey, you know, there was a time. And if you were a lefty, you'd still have a career. (laughs) Well, if I was a lefty, I'd have a lot of money. Hey, look, there was a time when I was an almost decent pitcher. The last game I ever played in the, um, I'm going to call it a B-level summer league, because I, you know, I was the kid that was, I was good enough to hang with the good players in a backyard game. Gotcha. <laughs> last game I ever played, I pitched a three-hitter. I also think I may have set a league record for number of walks. Hey, what's all right? It was only three hits. There's only three and hits. You will, you will embrace your glory forever, <laughs> even though that was 30 years ago when that happened. So, you know what? You're not very nice. <laughs> Get on with the show. All right. Uh, so, uh, Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about this very fine city. And today's unofficial sponsor is Solitude. And sometimes, man, I just want to get away from all y'all. I do. Like, seriously, my wife and I are talking about like family camping trips and vacations. And I keep thinking about when do I get my weekend where I just get to go hide in the woods and not talk to anybody for 48 hours? Can I have that time? To, to write your manifesto? No, really just to not talk to anyone. <laughs> not talk to anyone. Like, I might even, like, leave my phone in the car and just, like, disappear for 48 hours. It'd be great. Well, Jason, this is not solitary time. Now is the time to think about being with people, to doing exciting things with large groups of people. Today, we are, once again, we're getting ready for the annual Downtown Day celebration happening in just a week and a half. A week and a half. And so later on, we're going to have an interview with some people from the Downtown Main Street organization as we kind of get everybody previewed and set for the upcoming festivities. I'm excited, Jason. Downtown, we talk about downtown a lot. It's, you know, it's the face and the heart of our community, but this festival specifically, that's a lot of fun. It's 100,000 people walking through that small area. It is great. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. We'll get into all those in the interview. It is one of the times that I really like, you know, getting down and being in all those crowds and all those people. But it probably after that, that's when I'm going to need my 48 hours in the woods by myself. That's really going to need that at that point. Well, it's a, for, for those of us that like to get into the nitty-gritty of this festival and we volunteer and we, and we we're really involved with it, yeah, it's a lot of walking. It's a lot of hours. But it is so much fun. It is. It's excellent. And there are still opportunities to volunteer, beer shifts and other things. And you can check those out 
on the downtown uh, downtown website, downtownls.org. They'll get you there. Okay, so, but we want to talk a little bit about what the council's up to and maybe how it relates to downtown as an example of the way the budget impacts what happens in the city. So as you people may know, and I think we've mentioned it before, there is a what's called the business and industry tax. It's charged to hotels and, and, and other affiliated industries that generates a special fund that is used to promote tourism and, and that kind of commerce in the city. And there are a number of contracts or public service agreements between the city and some organizations that use that to that fund. So there's a contract with the Economic Development Corporation, there's a contract with the Chamber of Commerce, actually two of them, uh, and there's a contract with Downtown Main Street. Uh, and, and so in and amongst the budget conversations at the budget committee, there was... Which, and let's pause real quick here sure. and say, the reason this is up is because the city is in its budget process right now to to approve and set the budget for the next fiscal year. Correct. And the, the public hearing for that is coming up next month. Or as city, as city Hall staff will tell you off the record, they're in budget hell uh, right now. So it's a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of stuff going on, a lot of work happening to get... I would not want to be in the city administrator's office during budget time. Well, maybe not ever, because that's a lot of things I don't really know about or, you know, have the brain power for. True. Other than, to, other than to complain on our show, which is what we do. But I would not want to deal with that big budget and where you never make everyone happy. No. And, of course, we solve that by not making anyone happy ever, so that works out well for us. But, <laughs> but the reason we're talking about this right now is because there was a budget committee meeting last this week and and what one of the things that was brought up were these PSAs that you're talking about. So that kind of I just wanted to backtrack to set up what where you're right. And so and this is something that comes up every year or two when we have these PSA conversations, uh, and a council member or two will question the value of the PSAs to the city. Um, are we getting our money's worth? Is this worth the bang? So we thought because you and I are both very uh, dedicated downtown volunteers. I'm a former board member, you know, we're both on committees, we both volunteer for downtown days, but we thought we'd take a little bit to talk about some of the value that downtown provides to the city um, and, and see how that weighs against the $60,000 that they get for their contract. So just some ideas. So from last year's uh, sales tax receipts, um, and we get this, we kind of back this out from the CID receipts for the downtown area. They generated just those eight blocks, essentially, just that little piece of downtown, generated $32 million in taxable sales. So that's a lot of money, especially in a really small area. There's another there's another number, Jason, that you threw out earlier before we started recording. Um, and it comes from the Parks Department that shows about dollars spent by visitors to our city. Right. Uh, so the parks uses this as for a person coming to what they call a cultural arts event uh, generates is worth about $27 in what they'll call economic activity uh, for each visit or each time that they come. So if you think about those numbers and the number of people who are coming to downtown days, which is like 80 to 100,000 people, as you said, that's $2 million in economic activity from downtown days alone for those three days just to the city in whole. And that's like, you know, they buy gas, they eat at the festival or they eat elsewhere. They're in, they're generating money and things in the city. 
I think one of the big things to, to, to keep in mind when you're talking about money generated in this district is most of these businesses, the vast majority of them are owned and operated by Lee Summit residents. So this is money that's generated in businesses that are local, going to ownership that is local. So it's, it's all money that stays circulating in our local economy. Right. And the numbers you see for that is like for every dollar that is spent, it generates uh, three times more economic activity to support a local business than a dollar you spend at a big box store or in one of the chains. And while we're not telling you to not go to Summit Woods or wherever, but the money that you spend in downtown at that locally owned business has a much bigger effect in the community than a dollar you spend at a national chain. And, and then it's also, you know, downtown not only brings visitors, but it, it generates a lot of volunteer activity. Uh, we, you know, we give a lot of time, but a lot of people give a little time. And, and those, you know, the economic value of that is like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year of people giving their time there otherwise uh, would be put in there. So these are the kinds of things. It's like it's not just an economic argument because I think every time you look at a brochure or a video or someone talks about Lee Summit, or heck, you know, my job, my new job here in KCK, the people who know what Lee Summit is, they say, that's a really great downtown over there, and they really are excited about what they do and, and what that downtown does in Lee Summit. Yeah, I think it's just as important that we talk about the, the social impact that downtown has on the community as much as the economic and, and Jason, you know, you and I always are pushing people and encouraging people to volunteer, to be active, involve members of the community. This is one place that's really easy to jump in and get involved and to do a little or do a lot. And here's the even best part. You feel good about it. And I've met a lot of great friends. Yeah, including, Maybe, including like this podcast as a result of that whole process. <laughs> so while well, you're welcome. I'm blaming the guys at French Beer Works yeah. for that. Uh, you're welcome or we're sorry. One of those I mean, one is of what those, we're, we're going to say about that. Okay, so here's what you can do. Two things. One, volunteer. Go come to Downtown Days, do a beer shift, volunteer to run around and do some stuff. There are plenty of roles and opportunities to do things in Downtown during Downtown Days just for a couple hours. DowntownLeeSummit.org. Go check it out. Yep. Uh, but secondly, and I think as importantly, is take a little opportunity to reach out to your council member. So there are four districts. There are eight council members plus the mayor. And let them know that how, how grateful you are for the support that the city gives to downtown and the other PSA organizations. And let them know that that work and that impact is noticed by you and is really valuable to you before we get into the teeth of the negotiations or the, for the budget conversation and the negotiations that will go around that so that we make sure that those kinds of important things that the chamber does, that the EDC does, and that Main Street do are protected and, and kept in that good work moving forward. That's our soapbox, Jason. Now it's time to climb off and let's get into the fun bit of this show. That's right. We have an interview with Dave Eames, the president of the board of Downtown Lee Summit and a guy whom Nick and I are uh, always intensely angry with because he's more talented and nicer than we are. And jealousy, uh, jealousy, reigns supreme. 100% jealousy. And uh, Julie Cook, who is the events director for Main Street, uh, they're going to talk to us about what's going on and a little bit about the history of the Downtown Days Festival itself. 
So with that, off to Dave and Julie. Today's episode is brought to you by Stewie McBrews, where you're always reminded to never eat more than you can lift. You know, some of my favorite food to lift wings, is tacos, wings, nachos, tacos, spicy balls. I'm not supposed to eat the spicy balls, but I love them. And so every time someone orders an appetizer of those, I always steal some and I feel bad because I'm not supposed to eat the cheese, but man, they're good. And their wings, you get like a thousand flavors. You got tacos of all sort. What else do you need? I got like a little standard option. You know, I kind of get the same things. Wings, nachos. I'll eat everything else, but I'm almost always ordering wings. Bacon and cheese, please. That's the ones I want. You know, a lot of places I'm going, I'll get like the same thing almost every time I go. Here, I'm always mixing it up with the, the type of wing or whatever other thing I'm going with it. It's a fabulous place. It's located perfectly in the heart of downtown Lee Summit, right there at 321 Southeast Main Street. You can get there, park right nearby. You can get your stuff and go wander about, have a good old time. Come to Stewie's, heart of downtown Lee Summit. We're here with Julie Cook and Dave Eames with Downtown Lee Summit Main Street to talk this week about Downtown Days, which is coming up June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd here in Downtown Lee Summit. How are you guys doing today? We're doing well. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yes. They just looked at each other for permission to talk. <laughs> okay. I, that's, that, that's, that doesn't bode well for us. That means they're like way more polite than we are. Well, that's, that's not a high bar. That is not a high bar. So... All right, so you guys told us beforehand that this is the 10th anniversary of Downtown Days as named as a festival. So Dave, tell me about the beginnings of Downtown Days. Sure, it was a, a 10 years ago in, in springtime, late winter of 2008, that we, we decided to, to have the festival be, be reborn. Uh, pre previous to that, it was Old Time Days, which was a very popular event down here in, in downtown. And we went through a, a bunch of different things logistically to start a new festival. You know, we had a brand new streetscape down here that we wanted to show off. City Hall had just opened. So there's a lot of really good things to celebrate. So we, we had a committee that came up with a lot of different names to call the new festival. And Downtown Days was the winner. Do we get to hear what some of the losing names were? You know, I don't remember them clearly. I think one was called City Burst. And I think maybe one, we had Streets Alive was a contender which we actually used as a tagline for the first couple of three years on downtown days. The, I don't, I don't think, uh, the construction is finally finished festival was as well received either. No. As a name, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we met and, uh, uh, as an organization and uh, in, in early June, the first weekend, just like it is today, it rolled out here in downtown. So we're happy that we've made it 10 years and hopefully many more in the future. Well, that kind of was the, birth of what we call downtown now because the difference between 10 years ago and beyond to now is, is huge yeah it is i mean the it, it's it would be amazing to walk the streets in 2008 as good as they look then and as proud as we were and as small as the trees were uh to see all the businesses that have have found their way down here or have been thriving since the streetscape was finished is really incredible so it's been a good 10 years 
It has. So, Julie, we, we, we talked to you last year yes. about downtown days, uh, and although I think we're drinking less beer this year than last, which is a disappointment. Uh, however, what's new this year downtown? Sure. So something that is brand new this year at Downtown Days is going to be our Lisa Medical Center Sports Zone. And so that's going to be located in the parking lot across from the fire station on Douglas Street. So Lisa Medical Center is our title sponsor for the festival and has been for a few years now. Obligatory plug. <laughs> right. A little commercial for Lisa Medical Center. Um, so what's going to be fun in that lot is they'll have... Um, some inflatable sports themed games so it'll be a great uh, family friendly area for people to take their kids and is there inflatable sumo wrestling do jason and i get to do inflatable sumo wrestling you know if you guys want to book that for next year we would happily <laughs> honestly looking <laughs> at the two of us i'm not sure it needs to be inflatable but you know <laughs> oh uh, well that's true <laughs> just keep us out of the thong thing it'll be all right right i am so glad this is not a visual medium <laughs> This is all audio. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that will be something brand new this year. We'll also have a cool zone, a shade tent where people can find a seat and cool off, charge their cell phone, um, enjoy some pineapple whip or ice cream in that area. So that'll be across from the fire station. Awesome. All right. And so this also is the last year for something this year, as I understand. Yes. Well, actually, I know this very well, but that's because I had inside information. So what is, what is wrapping up this year? Yeah, so this is one last chance for uh, people to get to see a free live performance by the elders. They announced that 2018 would mark their farewell tour, and so they're making a last appearance at Downtown Days this year. And so that will be happening on Saturday night. They uh, start their set at 8.30, so you want to get a spot on the dance floor early Saturday night to see them. If you haven't seen them, it's a good show. It is a very good show. And I think, you know, what was it, three years ago we had about 10,000 people came for that? Yeah, it was mm -hmm. a, a lot of people that night. That was yep. a crazy night. I would imagine we're going to get a big crowd like that again, so that'll be awesome. All right, so uh, can, can I find things to drink at Downtown Days this year? Absolutely. You can visit um, one of our beer tents. We'll have two set up. One will be located by the depot stage. And then another one will be set up by 3rd and Douglas. So we'll be selling um, different varieties of Boulevard craft beers. So the Ginger Lemon Rattler, we'll have the Tropical Pale Ale, Boulevard Wheat, of course. The, the Rattler is my, one of my very favorite hot weather Boulevard mm -hmm. drinks. It's a summer requirement. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, we'll have Angry Orchard, Landing Kugels, Summer Shandy, a, a lot of options to choose from at our beer tents. And as far as some of the other vendors, there'll be a lot of um, a lot of the fan favorites are back. So what are some of those that people oh, look yeah. forward to every year that, that you're going to find? So this vendor's probably been coming to the festival for 10 years, like like Dave was saying. That's Kex Root Beer. So if you want like the traditional old-fashioned root beer. Some sarsaparilla. Yes, sarsaparilla is right. Um, we'll also have some frozen lemonade, some different like slush type uh, Hawaiian flavored drinks. Um, Embrace the Grape will have mixed drinks and wine for sale, um, any sort of like soda that you could want to purchase will be available at the festival too. Now I have heard there is a new one coming that, well, piques my culinary interest. Mm -hmm. 
Frying everything? Yeah. Oh, bacon wrapped everything. Bacon wrapped everything. Oh That's my even goodness. Better. In fact, it's bacon wrapped and fried. So combine that. Yeah. You had me at clogged arteries. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we have a new vendor, a new food vendor this year. They'll have deep fried brownies, chocolate dipped bacon, bacon wrapped chicken, bacon wrapped sausage, bacon wrapped corn dogs, which I'm excited to try personally. <laughs> We're going to need a moment. Okay. <laughs> Let me see if there's a napkin to wipe. You've got a <laughs> rule on the table. I'm not, I'm not coping well. I want to go back to bacon-wrapped corn dog. Yeah. I'm not a huge corn dog fan, but something about adding the bacon, a spiral mm -hmm. of bacon around the outside. I mean, really, what few things cannot be improved by wrapping in bacon and frying? Very little. Very little, yeah. honestly. And then you got that. I, okay, so this will be the uh, the radio equivalent of the just go ahead and take my money. Yeah. I'm going to have to get a budget from the boss well in advance and say, look, I'm just going to spend it all here mm -hmm. on this thing and, uh, and, and get bacon-wrapped things all weekend long. So bacon-wrapped everything. Bacon-wrapped. That's a good that's Can we bacon-wrap the podcast? Or, what? Can we bacon-wrap the podcast? I don't know. Probably, that sounds weirder than the sumo thing we just talked about. So we're going to leave that alone. So, okay, so we all know there's nowhere to park downtown. And that no matter what you do, you can't find a place to park. And False. It's, it's a fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Uh, so where are we supposed to park? We have a beautiful parking garage located at 2nd and Green Streets. And so... Um, that will be accessible all hours, all days, all year long. So we want people to park there um, when they are headed to the festival. There's I'm going to say something right now that's going to ruin my streak, but I'm just going to put it out there. I have never not found a spot in the garage. It's true. Same here. And including mid-festival. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's, there's many levels. So I hope that enough people hear that and take action that it ruins my streak. That's true. That would be all right. Because that means you're probably a space somewhere else. <laughs> and they're all in the garage. So. And of course, there's easy street parking all around downtown. We usually judge the success of the festival by how many people park by our house. We live a couple of blocks south of downtown. You know, what's, what's the charge for the Eames house parking? There, there's no charge. Oh, okay. And we'll watch your car. It's, uh, <laughs> I actually, I just use their driveway. It's nice. When people, when the cars get down to our end of the street, we know, hey, it's a big crowd tonight. All right. So, what else do we got going on this year? We have uh, do we have we have stuff for kids? Anything new and exciting in the kids street? So, the kids street area, like I said, is next to the Lisa Medical Center Sports Zone. That'll be on Douglas. We'll have face painting, um, henna tattoos. Got Art is going to do a fun art activity with like spray bottles, watercolor, paint. So that'll be really fun. Um, we have a duck pond set up there. Fringe Beer Works has some family-friendly entertainment. They have like fire breathers and uh, magicians and jugglers um, right outside their storefront. Inside, so, they have uh, grown-up friendly entertainment. They do. <laughs> <laughs> so. Exactly. I, I was afraid that you were going to tell us you were scared of clowns. And I'm not a big clown fan, but I'm not like freaked out by them like some that we, we get to. So we got stuff going on for the kids. Uh, we've got beer, we've got food, there's apparently parking, um, yes. and, and we've got some new stuff and some old stuff, and it's 10 years. We're missing one big thing. Yes, and that's our carnival attraction. So that's going to be on the west side of the train tracks. 
and um, we'll have a Ferris wheel. They have a brand new ride that they are going to introduce this year. It's called the Freak Out, and I guarantee you will freak out when you see it. Um, we'll leave that as a special surprise. You have to see it to believe it. I will freak out. <laughs> um, and so yeah, we'll have a wristband day on Sunday where uh, families can purchase a one wristband per person and ride unlimited rides on Sunday. On Pretty Sunday. Multiple times. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're building excitement for downtown days. We're building excitement for at Jason, self-plugged, our growing show. Our growing show. So, Dave, you have generously donated something. We're going to do a little giveaway with this week's episode. So if you like our Facebook post for this episode and share it, you're entered for a drawing for a mystery gift, handmade, hand-forged, from Lee Summit's own fossil forge. Do you promise it'll be cool? I hope so. I think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're not allowed to talk anymore, Dave. It's going to be any, great. Is there anything not cool? I mean, I really don't like him because of that. No, no, you're jealous. Well, yeah. Okay. So, but um, we promise it will be cool because honestly, it's almost always cool. Um, and it's handmade and it's locally done and it's excellent. Uh, so, excellent like our work. post, share it, and you're entered, entered to win. Uh huh. And we will draw it the week of downtown days. All right. And with that, so thank you guys for taking time to tell us about the what's new and different and old and, and better about downtown days and giving us a little history of the event. We really appreciate it. Thank You're you. welcome. Thanks. Everybody's getting ready to go outside. Time to grill. Time to sit around the patio. So... Outside time! Outside time! Get your outdoor living spaces ready to go. Here's my suggestion. Go see my friends at Budget Blinds. Your outdoor living space, if it's even remotely enclosed, can be enhanced with exterior shades. You can get them in all kinds of colors. You can get them like really opaque or really sheer to we can see through them or not to go through that whole process. I like things that have remote controls. That'd be cool. I'm all for that. More remote controls. So we have that on there. Can I do that from my phone? Yes. That's the next step. I want the shades to go up and down. Using my I, want my, I want my budget blind shades app. That's what I want there. So now through the month of April, you can get 25% off signature series exterior shades at budget blinds. You want to call them. You want to tell them you want those exterior shades and you want to tell them that Nick and Jason sent you there. Go see them right on Main Street, downtown Lee Summit. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall with hosts Jason Dorberry and Nick Parker. Catch us every Wednesday at linktoleesummit.com or subscribe to Lee Summit Town Hall on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app.